Savior and our King, the one who gave it all. He gave up everything. Let's think about the man who shed his precious blood so we could be his friends, his friends until the end. And give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. Let's give our love and praise to Him. He is our Savior and our friend. And let us thank the Lord for gathering us. One of the blessings in my life is to come into his presence. And I don't take it for granted. Father, we thank you for loving us and for choosing us. And our hearts are open to receive your engrafted word, which is also able to save our souls. Help us and strengthen us in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Are you happy to be in church? I hope you had a good day. Those of you who are not responding, what happened to your day? It wasn't good. Was it a cold day? Hot day? Windy day? Mixed. As if it's sunny, but it's windy. The weather is... Yeah, you don't know whether you are in California or you are enjoying California weather. Nice breeze and uh, so you don't need to go to California. You are in California already. Eh? <laughs> nice breeze, sunny, you know, it's a mixed breed, you know what I'm saying. You are not responding or you still want to go to California and experience that one too. Hey, people of God, hallelujah. Well, how many of you were not here last week? I think some of you were not here last week. How many of you were not here last week? You were not here last week, okay. So you missed out on what I began to teach. Last week, I moved away from the Sunday uh, subject of seven great principles. And I began to teach on church growth. We want to grow. Anything that doesn't grow, dies. You see, if you have, I mean, I remember my children when they were babies, I used to like them. Babies are nice. Yeah, I learned how to change diapers, wipe their bottles. Eh? When you finish wearing diapers, they can poo-poo again. I mean, we endured all those things. They are nice, cuddly. But we don't want them to remain babies for a long time. If they don't grow, it will become a problem. Do you get what I'm saying? Some people like babies, but I tell you, if your baby doesn't grow after five years, it's a problem. I remember a woman, her son was a year and a half, and the boy couldn't walk. It was a prayer topic. She started seeing doctors. I mean, because the natural progression. So, that's why Reverend Abel said, put your phone on. Airplane mode. Yes. Airplane mode. So that no call can come through. Unless it is God who is calling you. 
That one, when he calls you, you can easily go through the window. <laughs> yeah. So, what was I even saying? Yeah. Her, her son, one and a half year old, couldn't walk. So, she started going to doctors, coming to church, worried. But, we had a doctor in the church who is a pediatrician who said that the boy is overweight. I mean, he was eating too much. And because of the weight, that's why he can't get up. So, one and a half year old boy, he has to go on diet. <laughs> he has to lose weight. Hey! Eh? Lose weight. And truthfully, they had to put him on some diet just for him to, you know, be, yeah, because he had a walker and all these things that should help children to stand. I mean, he had not even tried to stand. That's the worrying thing. Nice baby. But you see, after one and a half years, if you don't see a sign, I mean, sometimes some of the children, seven months, you see that they are trying to stand. Is that not so? Mothers and fathers who, some fathers don't know when their children even walk. <laughs> yeah. One father, he was in the house one day. He had gone to work and he came in the night. He came at dawn and he was sleeping. He, 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 as he was there, he saw his son walking. He started to shout. He thought he had seen a dwarf. Because he didn't know that the son had started walking. <laughs> yeah. Absentee father, I tell you. When he opened his eyes, he saw the boy come. He thought it was a dwarf. Hey, hey, Jesus, Jesus. No, don't call Jesus. It's your son who is coming. Yeah, you are not at home. Your son is walking. You don't even know that he's walking. Yeah. But you see, this boy started to walk. And today, oh, I mean, when he started walking, when he comes to church, he will run, run, run. Hey! Because it's a joy to see growth naturally. You see? Yeah. It's a joy. That's why some of you women, when you get to a certain age and the breast doesn't come out, some people become depressed. Because you are not like us. It's not supposed to be flat. Even some men don't like flat chest. They do things so that they can see something small, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to see something. So it is not out of place for God's church to grow. If the church doesn't grow, it dies. Yeah. Last week I was telling you about businesses and their strong desire for growth. Some people are working in a place and they are calling for pay rise. Some of you have worked. Where you have worked, there's nothing like pay increase. Because the, the business, some businesses are not doing well. They are not growing. They are just surviving. Yeah, they are just surviving. Just to keep them active. They don't have, many businesses don't turn out profit. I'm telling you. We have done business before, so I understand it. There are times you can go six months, no profit. But every month, you have to pay your workers. So, if you are working in a place where the business is not growing, then you look at your boss. He has worn a new shirt. Then you, you have not changed your shirt and your trousers for six months. Then you are speaking in your head. All oh, these people, we are working for them. They are not appreciating us. I'm 
they are cheating us. Monkey, they work. Baboon, they chop. You are a monkey, but he is not a baboon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes the reality is that the business is not growing. So, you, 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 he is just even forcing to pay you. Yeah. But you don't understand it. You are just there. Once you sit down on your chair and have air condition and you have Wi-Fi in the office and you can browse and go on Instagram, you are more than a social media uh, uh, employee. Yeah. You spend a lot of time on other things and you want your boss to increase your salary. Have you asked yourself what you have done? Has it added anything to the company for you to demand it? Sometimes you see people who are going on strike. Hey! I had a neighbor, an Italian man. Italian man, his father left him a company. And the guy, I've never seen somebody who chose like that. He likes chill. Every weekend in his house, he has friends coming. He has a pool. Then you hear music and uh, uh, Afra. They are doing chicken Afra, uh, uh, pork Afra, all kinds of Afras. Yeah, grillings and, and music and partying. And the business was suffering. For the first time, the workers got up and came to the house, demonstrate, and police people had to come to the house. <laughs> yeah, because he was not paying them. And he was chilling. He gets contracts. He will not do it well. I mean, all kinds of things. Yeah. But so that is also the attitude of the workers. Some people are lazy. They go to work. They don't do anything. They feel that the fact that they have come to work, they must earn. It's in Africa that people pay people who don't work. If you go outside and you are working, they pay you 65 dollars an hour. There is a reason why they are paying you that money. If you like, don't work, you won't get it. And they have systems of monitoring your output, whether you are really working. Yeah. Some of you, when you are in the office, your phone, your phone, you can see, you can go to a bank, eh, and as you are talking to a, 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 a staff, the person is on their phone. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine And they, are, they, they won't pay rise. They think that, I mean, by sitting there, then things begin to happen. Ask yourself, are you adding anything to where you are working? You see, sometimes many of us are in a church and we want our lives to be blessed. We want to see God's hand. But ask yourself, are you doing something for you to expect a return? Eh? Church is not coming to sit down, sleeping, not giving offerings. I mean answering phones, going on Facebook, then when you finish, I am in your presence. Bless me now. You are not in his presence. For you to be blessed. You are in another presence because you can be here, but you are somewhere else. Do you understand? Yeah. So don't be a Christian who is used to coming to church and not growing. If you are not growing, it means the church is not growing. Yeah. And if the church is not growing, we will not see blessings. We will not see the hand of God. It's like autopilot. Yeah. Sometimes when you're in the aeroplane, you wonder whether the plane is moving or is standing. Yeah. One guy, first time he sat, Bushman, 
He sat in an aeroplane. As they were going, he asked the guy, he was a footballer. They were traveling to go and play football. He has never sat in an aeroplane before. And when the thing was 30,000 feet or something, at a point he asked one of the guys, hey, the thing is moving. It looks like the thing of the move. Because <laughs> he can't, you can't see the motion. You can't, you know, if you haven't sat in plane before, you'll be sitting in plane this year. Even during COVID, you'll be traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is the thing moving? The thing is moving, though. Charlie, that speed that is moving, eh? Hey, 600 miles per hour. Eh? It's not a simple speed, though. Yeah. You may not know. You must believe God to grow. And we must believe God in the church to grow. I don't want to be a pastor of a church that doesn't grow. A church that doesn't grow means that people are not growing. They don't know how to pray. Christians who don't know how to pray means you have not. I mean, I mean, I don't pastor people who don't know how to pray. You can't read your Bible. You will not like me. Yeah, it's like you have gone to school. Ah, you have finished grade six. Your father gets a letter. He hasn't been to school. He has paid your fees. He gets a letter. Come and read it. Papa, I'm coming. Papa, I'm coming. Then, Charlie, you have gone somewhere. Abuja has jammed the wall. He can't read the letter. <laughs> there was, a, there was a, a brother like that. His father got a letter from post office. Then he called his son who has finished school to come and read the letter. The boy couldn't read. Papa, I'm coming. Then he disappeared. Yeah. You think that you are doing something against somebody. It is for your own good. We are in church for our own good. Not for the good of God. Because God doesn't need anything for him to be God. He is God all by himself. Without us, he is God. And if all of us don't go to heaven, it does not make him a demon. He is still God. He is holy. But the things that he is pushing us to do, it is for our good. It is for our good. When we're growing, sometimes when our parents rebuke us and things, then we are speaking undertones. I mean, saying foolish things as if we are doing them a favor. But when you go, you realize that, hey, the correction, it was for you. It was for you. So don't, don't be offended when you are being taught. Because you should, you should grow. You should become better. Last week, I started talking about five evil things that happen when Lay people are not involved in the ministry. A lay person is somebody who is not paid by the church. You see, many people want money from the church. They want help. They come with expectations. So some churches also give people things. But you see, if you live your life and every day you are expecting somebody to give you something, you will be poor forever. When will you also start being productive? You should ask yourself that question. Look at us in Africa. Our leaders, they are beggars. When they travel, any country they go to, they go and beg. When they go to Europe and they go to America, any country they go to, they go and beg. They go and tell them, we have uh, cocoa, we have oil, 
We have granite. We have uh, oranges. We have cashew. You know, we want you to come and invest. And then uh, come and take over this concession and, 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 and invest. And then give us money to do roads. To, to build hospitals. To build schools. When they collect the money, you won't see the hospital. You won't see the road. You won't see the school. You will see their new cars. You will see their new houses. You will see their stomachs becoming big. You will see their cheeks fat. Their eyes are even closing. Yeah. Every, hey look, if you, if you follow history, African leaders, when they become president, they grow fat. America and Europe, when leaders become presidents, they, they don't grow fat. It's only Donald Trump who grew fat. Because he was not jogging. All of them they exercise. I mean, they will live large. You see that the man's stomach has become, he has renovated the stomach. Yeah. Uh, stomach renovation. I'm telling you, don't know whether, have a picture, be some man and his wife sitting outside, you know, by a pool. And the man has opened his stomach and lying by the pool. And the wife is by, and the two of them, their stomach size, the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Carrying twins. The man is carrying one, and then the woman is also carrying another one. Yeah, seven months pregnancy. I tell you, yeah. it uh, your stomach will become like that. Yeah. So five evil things that happen when lay people are not involved in the ministry. You see, if you are in a church and you are not taught to do something for God with your life. Something is wrong. So the first thing we learned last week is that if we do not allow lay people to work in the ministry, we are killing the Christian principle of sacrifice in the church. We must all have a mind that we have to do something with our lives for God. And that thing that we do is called sacrifice. You see, everybody, wherever you are working, eh, you are sacrificing something. Yeah. You are sacrificing something. If you are going to school, you are sacrificing something. Yeah. Even if you are sleeping at home, you are sacrificing something. You are sacrificing your brain. Lot of You have put your brain on holidays. It's a form of sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. So, the church is built on sacrifice. And if we don't understand it and we don't commit ourselves to it, we are the ones who suffer. Yeah. I'm going on to number two. I want to finish. So, go and listen to last week's message. Else I'll end up preaching last week's message again. So I'm going to give you point number two. The second evil that happens or occurs when lay people are not involved in the ministry. So the second one is that if we do not allow lay people, you are a lay person. A lay person is not paid by the church. Yeah. If we don't allow you to work in the church, or in the house of God, we are removing the opportunity for you to demonstrate faithfulness. 
If we don't teach you and encourage you to do something, it means we are not encouraging you to demonstrate faithfulness. You see, faith without works is dead. Faith is not I, I believe in Jesus. I believe he is the son of God. Then you sing and then you go home. <laughs> Faith is not the uh, uh, apostles creed. Do you understand? They are not just empty words that we, we, we say and do nothing. Faith without works is dead. Are you with me in the service? Uh-huh. Faith with that. So where, where are my scriptures? Oh, I have to quote and mention the scripture before you put them up. Okay. Yeah. Everybody who says he believes must demonstrate your faithfulness. Yeah. It's not only by coming. Coming is the first step. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice which is your reasonable service, is the first thing that makes sense to God as a believer. But beyond sitting down, can you imagine you just go to work and sit down. You, you clock in. They say come at 8. Then you clock in on time. And then you, you leave at 5 o'clock. Then you clock out. But what have you done? You have been playing games. You have been sending messages. I mean, eh? What else? You have been chatting. Eh? You have done photocopies for your friends with the machines in the office. Eh? What else? Many people go to work. Look, there are some government institutions that they don't work with. I have had friends who have worked in certain institutions and if you have pamphlets, like maybe a book like this, and you can't get anywhere to buy it, and you want to photocopy it, then you give it to the guy. Oh, you come back from work. Photocopy and binded and laminated. Free of charge. <laughs> yeah, that's the work he has gone to do for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you see, it's like he's, he's at work. Oh. But what you do is what qualifies you as a faithful person. Not just being around. Because there are some people, you, you, they, they, some of you, you are good children. You are always at home. But what they tell you to do, you don't do it. Some of you beautiful ladies, as you are sitting here, even your room, your room, your room, your room, it shows how unfaithful you are to yourself. <laughs> your bed. Oh, don't know whether the bed is a table tennis board or something. I mean, how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Faithfulness goes beyond just being around. Okay? No, it's like I'm around. Oh, okay, you're around. Fine. But what have you been doing? Yeah? What have you been doing? Okay, let's look at some scriptures. Luke chapter 16. Verse 10. I like this scripture very much. Luke 16, 10. He that is faithful in that which is least 
is faithful also in much. The one who has something small and does it is the same person who can do big things. You see, if you want to be a doctor, you don't wake up and go to medical school. It doesn't work that way. No medical school will accept you. You go and start from crash. In our time, we didn't have crash. Yes, I think we used to go to nursery or something. Yeah, nursery. Now you see one year old, she's in school. Poo poo. They, 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 they pay for people who wipe poo poo. <laughs> yeah, pay fees for people who wipe poo poo. <laughs> they sleep and eat. That's all. I mean, who? Okay. And, and they listen to music that they play. Yeah, that's all. Happy. Happy little children. Happy little children. And they are happy. <laughs> ah. Yeah. But you see, it's like you have to start. So you see that sometimes when, when, when some of you, you see, if, if I always say that it's like at this age, eh, if you have not gone to school and they take you to class one, it will be difficult for you. You, 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 you will not like it. Because when you look at the people who are sitting down in that class and you compare yourself, no, 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 you see that? No, this is not my class. This cannot be my class. Yeah. You know, the church, many of us gave our lives to Christ or we give our lives to Christ at a certain age. And when you come into the church, you also meet young people who have also given their lives. The church is the only place where there is no uh, 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 examination to determine your class. When you want to go and look for a school, they do a test to assess you, where they should place you. Is that not so? Yeah. But the church, when you come and you believe, that's it. Find something. So, you can imagine the way you have grown. Then you come, they say, join choir. Then you look at yourself, you are 32. Then the choristers are 16. Come and see Mary leading choir, uh, leading uh, worship. Eh? Her voice small. Singing like that. Eh? Singing. Then you see Nahia and uh, uh, Esther and uh, who, Naomi standing here. Then you, Mamaga. You know Mamaga? You know who is Mamaga? <laughs> they say, join them. Oh. oh I mean, you, you look down upon it. You see, it means that you are not faithful with little things. You despise it. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Let me find something big to do. You know, we don't find something big to do. You start from something little. There's not like something big in the church. <laughs> the little things. Or you are a brother, you, you, you come to church. Eh? Maybe, you see, look at Pastor Moses. Eh? Big man, he has become born again at the age of 33 years. Then he joins the church. Then you say he should become usher. Usher with Ed Dilson. Where is Ed Dilson? Schoolboy. 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 When it comes for meeting, Edelson and things are his meeting. No, no. You see, <laughs> he, he will start asking questions. Yeah. You, you will look down upon it. 
You see, it, what it means that you can't be faithful with little. Yeah, you, you are looking at the big picture. Me, when I joined the church, eh, there was, I mean, the big picture is the pastor who preaches. I never prayed and dreamt to be a pastor. I became an usher. And all my colleagues who were ushers with were younger people. Yeah, younger people. My friends used to say, about you, you go join church, you small, small boys, we, I mean, we used to play football in the area. And some of the boys who were in the church, in fact, the guy who invited me to church, when we are playing football, he can't play with us because he's a small boy. His brother and other senior people are the ones playing. We are playing with them because he's, he's my junior. But he's the one who invited me to church. And I went. So when I, when I gave my life to the church and, and, and Christ, and I came to join the church and they started, your light, you are doing disco work here. It is there now. This one will come. Then this one will come. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now put everything on so that we don't have disco movement. Yeah. One time. We are putting it on in batches. Hey. That's it. So these young, young people were, were the people. And I became an I Nobody told me to be an usher. The, when I went to the church, when the brand started, the, the first Sunday that the pastor came, he lived far. We lived in the area. He came when we went to the church. He had arranged the place, and then we came to sit down. And then, I mean, the first day, nothing occurred to me that I should. I didn't find anything wrong with it. I mean, I enjoyed the church. I decided that I would stay. Then I went home. Then he, he because we left. Then he organized. I mean, locked the place, removed the chairs. Then the following week, he came. And set up. So it was the second, second week. I said, no, this thing. Charlie, I think I should be an usher. So after the service, I went to tell him that, oh, we will live here. So if he doesn't mind, he can give us the key. So that we can come very early and come and set up and things before he comes. He said, oh, it's a good idea, Charlie. So we became ashes. And my mates were young, young people. Yeah, it was a good start. You see, some of you, when you join a church, you don't want to do anything. You feel big because your room, you have not swept before. So you can't sweep the church. You don't clean. So you can't come and wipe chairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you understand? Yeah. We, we, we have some big manism things in us. And you can imagine. I mean, look at Nosa. He's a boss. Eh? Then you said that he should be an usher. Usher. Eh? A boss, oh, he's a boss. He asks people that when you go to his uh, garage, he comes, hey, oh boy, go and buy this and come. Then the boy will come. He said, You saw this one, go back. The boy is bored, but he will go. Because master said, go back. Yeah. Then he comes to church. Then he is coming to clean chairs with Edison. <laughs> yeah. That's why Nosa will not be an usher. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, even when he comes early and the place is not cleaned, he will not clean the chair. Because he, he, he's not, he, 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's a man under authority, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a sign that, you see, 
you, you, you are around or you have come back. There is something that is lacking. Service. It must, it must be from your heart. It's when you are in your home. And you don't know how to keep your home. Eh? Who should come and tell you that? That's here. Some of you, when we come to a home, as if human being has not been in the house for three months. Cobwebs. Yeah. 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 Cobwebs. Do you know cobwebs? You don't know cobwebs. Spider nest. Yes. Spiders. You see the wall from here to here. You will see them pass. Oh, this one is not anything. Some of you are okay with it. Then you see the spider. The spider has caught flies. And they are inside. Yeah. They are hanging. <laughs> it's your house. You are there every day. You see it every day. I tell you, they, they are uh, tenants. Upper, upper room tenants. Upper room tenants, I tell you. <laughs> so, you see, sometimes that attitude, when you, when you are not careful and you bring it to church, your faithfulness is not made manifest. You, you, faithfulness means a certain level of concern for the things of God. And there's nothing like anything small. Everything is important. Clinches. I sweep here. Sometimes when I come here Monday to come and check around, after we have closed Sunday, you, you, you eat, you throw things down. You sell, you do business. You see charcoal, you see people drinking water. We did flower pots. Uh, uh, is it flower pot? Or flower, I don't know flower. Uh, it's not a pot, but it's a flower something. Then, then we planted gardens. Then you see that people have eaten uh, bread, paper, uh, rubber things. Then they have used the thing as rubbish dump inside. I'll come and pick it. Church members. It's, it's God's house. I, I, don't, I don't see it as strange because I've been doing it. When I'm in my house, I like cleanliness. I can't come to church and come and see death and dress and walk around. I see that you are a bishop, so you don't clean. Look at your surroundings. When somebody comes to me and you are not here and my office is dirty, you have sat there, your footprints, you've left it, you've poured water, you've walked around. If I suck you, you will not be happy. I allowed you to sit there, but you made dirt and walked away. If I come, I have to wipe it. I have to clean it so that when somebody comes, hey, look at the bishop's office, very dirty. It's dirty there. And they know how to talk. It's dirty there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. Little things, so little things. And and should you be paid to do this? Eh? 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 Is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. Because when you when when you have an eye for little things, when they give you the whole building to look after it, your heart will be burdened more. Because some of even your chair, when you come, you don't even see whether it's clean. You just sit down. Bo. By the time you get up, you see that your white this thing 
is because the person who has to clean here, he didn't come before you. And when you came, you didn't see that you should clean it. You just sat down. Yeah, expect somebody to clean it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little, little things. They, they, they test us who we are. You, you want to be a, 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 a big person. Yeah. Of you will never come to church and come and take broom and sweep. Yeah. <laughs> Little things. Or is it a big thing? Or you want to preach? I will let you, I would like I like people to preach, I tell you. We'll give you the microphone to come and preach right now. <laughs> ah. Ah. Like you, you are spiritual, you have come. For prayer. Prayer. When we come to church, we, we have prayed before we come. So when we come, we are not listening to the prayer. We are looking around. This place is dirty. One day I was standing here, I saw maggots in the service. On here. I don't know where they came from, but they were here. It shows that it has not been cleaned properly. And maybe somebody left food and flies came Late eggs, and they are as we are in the service, they are crawling, crawling, crawling. I have to call somebody in the midst of the service to come and clean them because I was standing here. If I had seen it before service, I would have cleaned it before. Yeah, mm. yeah, little things that are pleasing to God. And the church, it is our church, it's your house. You see, when you have me, I don't like house helps. Because the house helps, they create more problems than the help that you need. I've had house helps where I tell them, you, you don't cook, my wife cooks. You don't wash, we have a machine. The children's things, if we say you should wash it, you spoil it. We have a machine that will, all you, you have to do is, we, 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 we go out. Our life is such that we are not in the house and they are young. So be there and look after them. Is it a problem? You have food. You can you eat even more than us. One day we came home. Our son said, Daddy, the people who be fat, they eat plenty. <laughs> yeah. Because the girl had grown big and she eats a lot. So my son was watching her. <laughs> eat a lot. And, and then it's like, she has to come and talk. Why is this place this? As if she's worrying you. You're not faithful with little things. You can't even keep a, a homo. Little things. Sometimes, some of you, you complain. You, you see, you, you, you have a mother who thinks of many, many things. Then they give you small things to do. And you talk. They have, she has gone to the market. Even how to look for money to cook. She has gone to the market to buy things. Cooked. You have eaten. Poop, poop. Then they say, wash the bowl. Wash the bowl. You have become like a mosquito. Yeah. Just a bowl. Yeah. If, if, if she had told you to go and dress, hey, mama, I love you. Oh, you are the sweet mother. If she tells you to go, your friends say they are come to take you to go out. Oh, go with them. Oh, mama. That's, yes. That one, there you, you like it. 
sweep clean. We are if you don't sweep well. Sometimes there are some people you tell them to do work. When they finish, you have to also top up to do it to finish it. But you see, you have we have to push them. It's for their good. There are things that we do in the house of God. Eh? It is for our good. Oh. It is for our good. It takes away the pride that we have. You can't walk with God and become great if you have pride. So the little things that you have been told to do. Me, I've been in a church. Anything that I'm asked to do, I do it. We are forming a choir. I joined the choir. I'm not a, 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 a singer. I don't know I, I joined the choir. I was never in the tenor people. I was not in uh, alto. I was not in uh, soprano. I was a member. <laughs> special, special position. Yeah. When you hear my voice, you see that this one is a different chorister. <laughs> yeah. I'm going for choir rehearsal, learning songs. Oh, I mean, Charlie. It's not, it's like, some of you, I don't know. There are anything that you are told to do, you look down upon it. Anything. Because your mind is, there's, there's something I want. I mean, I remember, I remember some guy. We have prophetic eyes. We have prophetic eyes. Join the choir. Uh, join the uh, 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 ashes and help them. You want to join? I mean, don't you have prophetic prayer teams? Prophetic prayer teams. Where you are coming from, they have prophetic prayer teams. Here, yeah, we don't have prophetic prayer teams. We have ashes. Yeah. <laughs> ah. yeah. Stand at the gate and tell the brother, oh, please sit here. Sit here. It's a prophetic direction. Yeah. <laughs> when they tell you to lead prayer, you see that you give a scripture and what you say, people don't understand it. So they look at you, then they themselves they create a prayer topic. Then they pray because <laughs> what you said, people don't understand. I tell you. <laughs> the scripture that you read and you shouted plenty, they didn't understand it. <laughs> but they, they, they are Christians, so they, as you have Say, let us pray. They will, they will pray. They will pray. <laughs> they will pray. Mm. Yeah. He that is faithful and, uh, 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 in, in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Go to verse 11. Let's go. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Verse 12. And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? You know, sometimes eh, the reason why people look down on opportunities is because they feel that that's not what I want to do. And if I am forced to do it, it's as if I'm doing it for somebody. 
when we are growing up and 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 we are told to do things. I mean, as a boy, when I was growing up, my mother taught me how to wash. I used to wash things. So, it is only cooking that we didn't do. But our things, we wash our things, I'm telling you. Sometimes my father's things will be added. Wash them. The father taught me how to iron. You iron. Who, Who should iron for you? And it's not as if you see, you, 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 as if you are doing it for somebody. Sometimes you'll be talking plenty. As if they are wasting your time. You are in a hurry to go and maybe watch TV, go and play football, go and be with your friends, and they, they say you should do this. And you won't even open your heart and do it well. But you see, when I went to boarding school, then I realized I had. It's good. You have to learn. That's why some of the men, when they marry, if the woman has not washed, the things are there. If she's not well, one week, you see that the things have been piled up. Then he, he wants singlet to wear. He, he can't wash it. Then he goes to take the old one and smell it and see the one that is not too smelling. Then he sprays it and dries it. Let air pass through. Then he wears it again. And what, you have bath in the morning. You are going to work. But as if You have been sweating since yesterday. It's the things that you are wearing. (laughs) Yeah. Lazy cocoon. Lazy cocoon. You have not learned to... You see, you dishonor little, little things that are important for us. You you, you think that you you have bought money. She she, she, she should cook. You you have paid rent. What else? You have paid electricity. So, that's all. She should wash. These ones are below you. Little things show how faithful you are, how truthful you are to yourself. Yeah. Learn to be faithful. Don't say, never have it at the back of your mind. When you are doing something, you are doing it for somebody. When, when, come and join the choir. You think that you are singing for somebody. You are you are learning worship for yourself. That's why you see many choristers, they, they don't take me, me, anything that I joined in the church, I, I was never a problem. I'm always around and I open my heart to do it. Because yeah. I didn't have it at the back of my mind, I'm, a, I'm doing it for somebody. I'm in the car because my pastor says I should, I should be in the car. That's why you, you, you can see people that they know everything any song that they listen to, they hear on radio, they can sing along. Worldly songs, they can sing. When you say they should join choir, no. As if you are joining the choir for somebody. No. When you have it at the back of your mind, eh, what happens is you don't grow. That's why many people don't grow. Learning how to pray, learning how to worship, all these things that we teach, it's not, it's not, don't say it's a pastor's work to, 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 to pray. So as for if pastor doesn't pray for you, you won't pray. Why don't you bring your food for pastor to eat for you? Eh? Bring your food, let me eat for you. Then I'll be praying for you. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll understand that you have a problem. Yeah. You can't do anything for yourself. Yeah. 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 Learn it. The church is built 
on sacrifice. Everybody must be doing something. And there's something that we should be doing. Sometimes there are little, little things. Go and visit somebody. I mean, there are some of you, if I give you somebody's name, call this person. I've not seen this person in church. Call this person and find out where he is, what's happening to her. Go and visit her. You will come back next week without doing it. It's pastor's work. How many people can the pastor call? When you see a church that has 10,000 people sitting down, Bishop Oyede Post Church, 150,000 people in one service. You say you should call who? The reason why the church is big is because everybody is doing something. One of our pastors, well, at that time, he wasn't even a pastor. He was a lay person, businessman. And he was a shepherd in the church. And he traveled to America. One of these business, Microsoft uh, seminars, because he's an IT guy. Then he went to meet people from Redeemed and uh, I think uh, uh, Witness, Nigerian businessmen who are lay pastors. And as they had lunch and they were chatting and they were talking about ministry and other things, they, they, they started talking. One of them said, oh, myself, we have, we have about 1,200. Then another person said, we are 3,000. Then they asked him, so you, you, you are a solidar. How, 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 how many flock do you have? How many people do you have? He said, oh, a few. <laughs> a few. He couldn't mention a number because he was not serious. He, yeah. You can mention 20. It's almost as when you give him people to follow. It's a problem. And it, he, said, he says, when he was there with them, then he realized that Charlie, he's joking with his life. And that thing changed him. He changed him. He changed him. It's like his own is that I play keyboard, so I don't have the time and the flexibility and my business and things. But he realized that these guys, they are serious guys. They, they handle huge businesses. They travel, but they, they, they have a heart for ministry, for people. They care. They stand for God. They, they don't despise what they are asked to do. And it has, it has profited them. And he came back renewed. You realize that when you are serving God, it's not for it's not for God though, it's for you. Yeah. We are the ones who need help, not him. Yeah. Because what has to be done? If God wants something to be done, he doesn't need to. He said, if we refuse to worship him and to lift up praise, he can raise up stones to lift up worship to him. Yeah. So you come to church, you won't sing. But when you hear Davido, you know all the songs. Yeah. 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 You know all the songs. Your, your phone, you have a, a library of worldly music. You have playlists. You have Davido. You have techno. You have who? Samsung is a, a musician in Nigeria. You have Jesus. You have who? Eh? Eh? Whiskey. Yeah. Some of you have ben, uh, Baniwela, Pitatosh. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow man. Bujubantin. Yeah. When you hear the beats, Lord, and your feet, come on now. Come on now. And you come to church. 
Lift up your hands. Let's worship the Lord. Then you start to look around. You start to look and say, where are we there now? Where are we there now? What did happen now? You are disinterested. But it is for your good. Be faithful. Flow. Open your heart. Respond well. See, when you love God, eh, there are things, there are things nobody will, will teach you. Expressions. That's why when you have somebody who says he loves you or she loves you and there's no expression, you have to be worried. Hmm? Say you love him. What's the sign? Number three. So we've done number two. Number three. I'm finishing very soon. If we do not allow lay people like you and somebody else <laughs> to work in the ministry, we will end up employing people to do jobs that do not occupy them all the time. You see, many corporate institutions have something called outsourcing. They give jobs to other people to do. And it is a wise way of cutting down expenditure. The work can be done, but other people should do it. And somebody should handle it. Sometimes, there are people who are volunteers doing things for them. They employ them. When, when people finish school, sometimes they go and do internship in some places. They don't pay you. But you see, the work culture, the environment, and the things you learn, they help you, the intern. It's not like you, you get the work. The way your mind is that, I've, I'm coming to work here for three months or whatever, they won't pay me. These people, they are thieves, so they cheat too. Brother, if you don't start things like that, eh, you can't, sometimes the way you work your heart out, you see that when your time is up, they want to take you. But you may be very qualified and you think that I mean, you have this, you have first class, you are this. So as you have come, it's like, these people, they don't know who uh, has come here. Very important, smart person. And when they tell you something to do, look, one girl, she said, first class student, she said, they put her under a certain bus. The bus will send her, go and buy lunch across the street by the road and bring it. Then she, ah, she said the first day she was surprised. Said, Me, graduate. I should cross the road and go and buy food for this woman. Hey. But something told her that you are proud. So she went. He said, when, because she did the first one, now everybody sends her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody sends it. But could you believe of all the people who were doing the internship, she was the only person who was retained. Because she had, she had not finished school. She had to go back to school when she finished the internship. But when she finished school, she was the first person who was brought back. Yeah. And she rose up above all those people who were sending her. Yeah. Yeah. She came to give testimony in church. Are you there? You, 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 you have come. You don't want anybody to tell you anything. You have made your neck like a crocodile who is lying on the floor. Stiff! <laughs> hey! 
you are a boss. You are you are into ICT. You are, you are this. You want you want a, 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 you have come for inter, you want a, a, a desk with your own laptop and workspace. Yeah. 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 Life doesn't work that well. And, and sometimes many of us, when we come, you see, it is not a bad thing to have expectations or to have dreams of what you want, how you want things to be. But you have to go through a certain process. Yeah. You dear. I, I, I don't want to work for anybody. I don't want to work. You don't work for anybody. You won't learn anything. Yeah. You don't want to work for anybody. Nobody to work for you. That's why people who are like that, they can't get people to work for them. When people come, they leave them because their mind is not working well. Sometimes some of you, the reason why maybe you can't attract a certain quality help or it's like even if whatever you are doing, even your own business, if you don't take God seriously and learn how to, how to handle different people in the church, how to relate with people, You'll be surprised that you can't handle your workers if you have to employ. You insult, you are proud, you, you see that the people, sometimes you have good people, but the way you are, they can't, yeah. You are lucky that somebody has not beaten you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day, a certain brother, he was beaten by one of his staff. Yeah. The guy, he, I mean, he, he feels too proud, insults them, and the guy couldn't handle it. He, he just couldn't handle it. He, he gave him two blows. He fell down. By the time he came to himself, the guy had left. So I'm, I'm, I'm not working here. Again. Yeah, I beat you and resign. <laughs> I beat and resign. <laughs> yeah. The church is our church. And we are the ones who must work. We are the ones who must be responsible for what happens in the church. It's not somebody. So see, when you are here, and there is nothing you, 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 you commit yourself to. It means that you are not faithful in little things. When are you waiting to do something? You are waiting to be a rich person so that you can give money. Is that what you are waiting for? So because of that, you can't clean the chair. Eh? You can't sing in the choir. You are waiting. You wait in vain. Yeah. At a point, you, you, the desire will go. Me, me, when I look back in my life, eh, I realize that all the things that I did in the church, they helped me to stay. It, it helped me to love church, love people. Yeah. I was faithful with little things. I have I've been an usher. I became a treasurer. I became a chorister. I became a shepherd, visiting shepherd, praying shepherd. We used to meet and pray for people. We used to, I used to carry people in my car and visit people. I used to bust people. I used to go and, I mean, everything that you can think of in the church, I've done it before. You, you have a car. Nobody can sit inside. We had a sister in our church. One day, a brother sat in the car. Said, please wait. Then she brought out tissues. And put it on the uh, carpet so that the guy's feet with the sand, will, because the car, white car, inside, I mean, it's like, ah, 
when she's giving lift, it's like as if as, as you are bringing animals into the car. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy was, he said, hey. He said, when we were going, I just told her, I'll get down here, I want to buy something. He said, he got down. And then, oh, you can go. He didn't, he didn't even care whether the guy was snobbing. Hey. Pride. And she has been lonely. For, beautiful girl. She has been lonely for a long time. Up to today. Yeah, in her white car. <laughs> you see, people are nice. You see, when you don't know how to love people, sometimes serving and doing things, you are, you are interacting with people. When you join the choir, open up, be friends. Don't feel that you, you are big. This one is small. I, I, look, I said at the point, uh, the boys in the choir, small, small boys, then I was the grown man inside them. And my mouth was not simple. I make noise more than all of them. Because, because my pastor said, the qualification for this choir is making noise. <laughs> yeah, it was a boys choir. The choir, when we started, the boys were more than the, the girls. Yeah. Hey! So, and we didn't have microphone. It's only the, the, the lead girl who had microphone. So we, we are at the back. And she stands in front and we are somewhere so that we don't spoil, we don't change the key for people to hear. <laughs> yeah. Back, I mean, I mean, this one is, I don't know that it's backup or background. I tell you. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But we're happy. Happy in the church. Moving up and down. Not feeling that like you are doing somebody a favor. If you come to church, you have done somebody a favor. Hey, whose favor is that? Number three, then we are going home. Number four. Oh, number three. I didn't give you a scripture. I should, I should give you scriptures. Second Thessalonians chapter th- uh, three, verse ten. Don't forget the scripture. Did I give you the point for number three? If you do not allow lay people to work in the ministry, you will employ people to do things that. If therefore ye have not, hey, Second Thessalonians chapter three. Second Thessalonians chapter three. Did you hear me? Your sickness has come again. For even when we were with you. This we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. You want to live big. You don't want to do anything. Some of you, when you have taste, if they ask you what you want from God right now, one day we had a brother. We're just asking questions. So if you have money, one million, what will you buy? I'll buy a hammer. I'll buy a yacht. I'll buy, I mean, it's like, I'll live here. I'll do this. You see that the brain doesn't work well. <laughs> yeah, you think big, but you don't do anything. Let's go and do so winning. Oh, you, 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 you hear them. Oh, uh, we are checking. We are up to some things. We are checking. Things. We are sorting some things out. We are checking our how far. So it's like you are so busy that you can't do anything for God. And you want God to bless you. Do you think that, look, do you work at uh, Barclays Bank? 
Do you know Barclays Bank? Do they have Barclays Bank here? Okay, stand chat. Do you know stand chat? Please, tomorrow go to the MD. Tell the MD, you are Mary. You sing in uh, Bacau Macarius Church. And you are, you are anointed. And you have come. You need $10,000. $10,000. Yes. If he gives it to you, you'll be blessed. He will be blessed. Go and tell him, okay? <laughs> you see, you are a nice girl. Don't you sing? But you see, what you do here, it has nothing to do with him. And it, it may be true, you are better and nicer than somebody in the office who may be stealing, but because the person does something for him, that thief gets what you don't get. And your goodness and your mercies are following you all the days of your life. Empty barrels. <laughs> yeah. So don't think that once I come to church, you don't do anything. You have to get things. Even sometimes, that's why some people even, some of you are beautiful, but because you don't serve, you can't get a husband. A godly husband. You will get Musa. You will get Bojan. He's waiting for you. His, his, his trousers is here. His belt is here. He has put his belt here. And he is coming like that. You see how they walk? Because their legs, he can't walk like that. No. Yeah. He's waiting for you. Hi, babe. That's the one you get. Because the one that God has to give you, you have not earned it. You have not earned him. Yeah. Sometimes many Christians don't get anything from God. You see, when you have something, it doesn't mean that it came from the Lord. Oh, be careful. Because he, he doesn't hear some people's prayers. He that turned his ear away from hearing the law. Even his prayers an abomination. So when you think you have prayed and you have something, you are proud about it. Brother, somebody else answered it. Because it, 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 we know through the book of Daniel that Daniel prayed and the archangel was supposed to give an answer, but the prince of Persia withstood him 20 and 1 days. So Satan can intercept prayers. Demons can intercept prayers and they can also answer prayers. Yeah. So sometimes you, you, you have something. You, you say you want a man. Yes. God knows that's your heart, but you don't want to serve. You are not beautiful to the Lord. Your spirit man is not, you are not humble. You can't stay in the church. You are in a hurry. So you are walking at the beach. You are walking at the club. You are going to the wrong places. You will get the wrong man. And it's easier to get the wrong thing than to get the right thing. The right thing comes with the price, but the wrong thing comes with the wrong choices. Yesterday, how many of you watched uh, online service at Kadesh, at Makairos Chapel? You see the girl who was singing before Bishop came to preach. That's a drummer's wife. Drama. Drama. Yeah. Drama. Drama in the church. Playing drums. Seven. When he told the girl, I love you, his, the girl's friends told, this boy doesn't have anything. Yeah. He doesn't have anything. To 
today, that boy is looking after somebody. The girl sent me a, a text. She said, please, thank this man for me. He's paying my fees. Hey! What a blessing! He has pro- This guy used to... Well, he, you see, one day when we go to Ghana, I will tell him that I've used him to preach. So I want people to see him. Yeah. He used to... He, he joined the church. What can you do? Drums. He didn't know... He, he has not played drums and he has not gone to church before. He does not belong to a band. But he likes music. So he said he would try drums. When he's played the drums, he's not playing it well. So sometimes the person where she be that he would get down and say no. Sometimes he would tell him to stop or change the rhythm. And when they tell him to stop or change, then he gets angry. Then he stops. <laughs> he stops playing. Then he's there. He's bored. And he makes his face straight. When you call him, you even respond. Then you see that he's bored. So we know him. That he is bored. Leave him, leave him, leave him. He will cool down. He will cool down. Because every day you have to be calling him. Then after we'll call him. Charlie, don't do that. You're in front of people. This correction, correction. Because he didn't grow with the father. He has never seen his father. When he was in JHS uh, 3. That's when he joined the JHS 2. That's when he joined the church. He had never seen his father. Yeah. It was when he finished school. We helped him go to school. He did. He's very good at electricals and things. He works in a factory. He's a shift manager. A car brewery. Electrical. So that when there's any problem, he's the one who solves it. Big position. Yeah. He's bought a car. He's looking after somebody else. Paying somebody's fees. Faithfully. He's got a beautiful wife. Beautiful wife. And I've seen those brothers who came with pride. Walking around. Doing complimentary cars. They won't do anything. They are still walking around. Yeah. It's almost as if it's a waste of time to do something. We want money. I mean, this kind of thing is a waste of time. They can't stay around. I mean, yeah, but the faithful brother. See his wife, you, you, you'll be surprised. And the girl said, I'm very happy with him. He's sweet. He's caring. Yeah. He's sweet. You want, you want somebody... Who is wild like a pig. When you open the door and he gets out. Everywhere. You don't want a calm person. People who are mature. When they are looking for wives or husbands. They want somebody who will bring peace. Because marriage is not a roller coaster. When you are a child, that's when you think that you want somebody who will take me out. Master, please, it's not like that. Marriage is not about taking out. Which taking out? We are sitting at home and thinking. You have children, you have homework. You have to do it. Go out. Go out. You are going where? You are going where? Share. <laughs> Can't sit your buttocks in the church. Yeah. You see, some of you, when you, when you don't. Let me tell you something. Learn serving in the church, it helps you to be patient. It gives you a certain discipline. Yeah. It's when we close and we are around as if we are aimless. We don't know how to have fun. Charlie, we enjoy life more than you. Every day you are in the street. You are in the street. Ah! Are you a bee? Please look at her. Go back to 
Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's look at verse 11. He says, look at it. Say, for we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. You are roaming everywhere. Hey! After church, we can, one day, a certain sister, when we close, where are you? Serekunda, come back. We are going where? We know we have cars. We have not reached Serekunda. You that you, you have two legged, you have reached Serekunda. Hey! My sister, come back. Don't be a busybody. I tell you, stay your bottles in the church. When you go to Westfields, Serekunda, you see Bojan sees you after church. I mean, wow, hi baby. Hi, baby. You have dressed nice, you have come to church. He doesn't care where you have come from. Yeah. He sees you, he talks nice. Oh, where are you going to? Oh, then he's not going to you say, I'm going to uh, uh back hotel. Oh, let's go. He sits in the car, pays for you, and he's chat as if he's going to back hotel. When he gets down, he returns. Yeah. Yeah. You meet bad boys. The steps of the good man, they are ordered by the Lord. When you allow God to lead you, you find something peaceful in your heart to do to please him. Why can you be in the church walking among us disorderly? It's like when they say, you are somewhere. That's disorder. You are not in anything. Uh, 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 uh. Ashes are meeting, you have disappeared. Choruses are meeting, you have disappeared. Shepherds are meeting, you have disappeared. You are walking disorderly. Busy body. Roam. Even the police people, they don't roam like that. Yeah. Yeah, you think that is, is, is our way. This is in the Bible. It's in the Bible. The Bible, he knows us more than we think we know ourselves. Yeah. Busy bodies. Walking disorderly. Working not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Please. We have closed, I tell you. Number four. If we do not allow lay people to work in the ministry, Everything done in the church will be related to money. I have a friend who was in a church. And one day he asked me a question. He said, how do you handle your finances in your church? I said, ah, why? Is there a problem in your church? What is it? Then he, 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 he had um, his very good friend whose wife was anointed. And she started a church. So he joined that church and he was the treasurer. And he's a businessman. He's, I mean, he loves God, you know, and he was helping in the church. But he said that when they closed the service, the woman, by the time she meets people and counsels them, all the offerings have been distributed. Do, do, do you understand? Because this one will come with problem. This one will say, I need this. This one. So every Sunday when they count the offerings, they will sit down as they are there, the woman will call. Uh, give this one this money. Give this. By the time they are finished, they are going home Sunday. The money is finished. And sometimes they have to find extra money to give to people. Then he said, 
he realized at the point that these people who were being helped, they don't give. They sit in the church. They won't give offense. When they have, he, he said they bought a land. They were going to clear the land. So they announced that, oh, we want to go and clear the land. So everybody should come. These people who they have been helping, they didn't help. They didn't come. So the people who came were a few. So they had to hire some boys in the area to come and do the work to help them and pay the boys. You see, that's what happens when church members don't understand that your, 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 your membership of a church is not based on what the church gives you. Because you, when you work in an environment where you only expect something to be given to you and you don't give back, you don't progress. No progress. So he said, he realized that there was something wrong. So when, I, I mean, when I heard it, I said, hey, no, 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 wait here. Look, when we finish, we, everything goes to bank. If somebody is even dying, we'll give you water and pray for you. <laughs> yeah, because you see, the thing is that we have, to, we have to have a culture of saving money for the church, for things. There is a time to spend. It's like even when you are doing business and you have workers, you think that you go to the bank today, you go and put in 10,000. Then the bank manager said that, oh, uh, Fatumata, uh, you have toothache. You want to go to the hospital. Please take $2,000 here and go to the dental. Is that how they do things? They don't do things like that. But many people have that mind. Like they come to a church and immediately, so sometimes when people come to the church for the first time, they come to me and they tell me their problem and it's money they, they, they need. My forehead is strong. I tell them, sister or brother, I'm happy you came to church today. But let me tell you, I have many people in the church who have problems financially. I don't give them money. If I give you, I'm unfaithful to them. You have come today. If you want to love God, stay in the church. Don't come, because those people, when you give them, that's the last time you see them. When I came here first, one day I was in church, Sunday, when some guy, Peter, where is Peter? He brought some guy. Lami, I will never forget his name. He came to me. He said, oh, pastor, I live in the area. I mean, I did something. I, don't, I forgot. He says, oh, I, need, I need some six, $700 in this. And I had money. So I said, oh, $600. I'll come and give it to you next week. Up to today, Lami, I have not seen him again. <laughs> I have not seen Lami again. Yeah. I was fresh, so it was my experience. Baptism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, people, you see, people sometimes equate their membership to the level of help you give them. Sometimes somebody will come to church. They, they, they want to come and ask something from you. That's why they have come. Yeah. And a Christian who wants to grow, don't be in the church and be asking people, give me this, give me this. You are a liar. Sometimes some, some people are very wicked. Though. They can ask small, 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 small. By the time they are going, hey, they are, they, they are, <laughs> their pocket is full. Then you, you see that you, you are walking. Then the person has taken van and he's eating ice cream. I'm telling you. <laughs> we know them. When you are raising funds, say, oh, we, we want to buy land for the, uh, as if they haven't heard. You want to buy land? Oh, God bless you. The church, the God has blessed you. You can buy land. Me, me, my, my, my landlord says I should move. Where am I going to get money to even pay 2000 Then I should give you land money. Pastor, 
God bless you now. Yeah. When you are around us and you are helping in things, you will understand sometimes in your heart. I was a lay pastor from, I mean, well, I, I became full time in 2016. That's five years ago. Before that time, I never asked the church for money for anything. And God bless me. I was giving my uh, pledges, uh, healing Jesus. I mean, many, many things. Never, it never occurred to me to go to a pastor and say, I have this problem. I need money. No. God looked after me. So, so you too, eh, you have to open your heart and do it well. And that's why we pray for you to prosper. So that when you prosper, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And genuinely, there are situations where sometimes we, in our hearts, we are human beings with feeling and compassion. We have to help you. We do it. But it's not like us. Some people are lazy. They only know how to talk nicely to get something from you. But when you advise them on what to do to even come out of their problem, they will never do it. I've seen people who come, they want money, they want this, this. And when you advise them what to do to even engage themselves to get something small, oh, thank you, pastor. When they go, they insult you. They will never do it. They will never do it. Yeah. We hear that some which work among, we hear it. They walk among disorderly. They don't do what is right. Working not at all. Busy bodies. But you will not be a busy body. Number five. Last one. We are, we are going home. If we do not allow lay people to work in the ministry or to serve in the church, they will not learn the importance of obedience and submission. If you have been a Christian for a long time, some of you, you came, I came from Presbyterian background. I've never gone to a church where I, I, the pastor will call for a meeting, youth meeting, let's go and win souls or, I mean, you know, let's go and follow somebody, let's, I mean, no, 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 no. So you are in the church. You go and hear some nice message. You give offering. God bless you give you powerful benedictions. The Lord be with you and cause his face to shine on you. Hey, he be gracious upon you. Hey, then you see Christians receiving the benediction. You have received benediction for 10 years. But you, you have not been taught how to pray. You, you don't know how, how to. You see, when, the reason why I like this church is I was taught from day one that I must learn to love God. Obey. Get up and pray. Submit. Listen to your pastor. Listen. Because some of us, we don't listen to our parents. We are, we have, we are stubborn. We don't listen to anybody. So when we come to the church, we struggle. We, we don't, we can't listen. We can't hear instructions. A pastor cannot tell you to sit down and wait. Sometimes even some people, when they say, oh, pastor, I want to see you after church. Okay, come. Then I go to my office. Then when they go, they see that maybe three people are before them. They can't wait. They can't wait. One brother, he saw me. One day we closed. He said, oh, pastor, I want to come and see you after church. I said, I'm going down. Let's go. So when we got down, there were other people who were already there. Cry. 
So I said, oh, sit down. Me, I went to that. Then the, this one will come, this one. Then he, he left. So when I finished and I was asking where he is, oh, he had gone. Okay, I didn't say anything. Then I was in a meeting around 6 o'clock. I saw him calling, 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 calling. I didn't mind him. I finished when I was going home around 9 p.m. Then I remembered that he called me, so I called him. He said, oh, pastor, I couldn't wait to, but this is my problem. I have, me and my landlord have some issue. I need some 2,000. You want 2,000 from me? You couldn't wait. And, and those ones, I know how to answer them. Do you want to know my answer? I won't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you want something, but you can't wait. You, you don't want to work for it. Ah. Christians must learn. Be patient. If you want something, if, you see, if you want to spoil your children, when they ask, give. When they ask, give. When they ask, give. They will spoil. Abraham asked uh, God. In fact, Abraham was sitting somewhere. He was not even expecting a, a, a blessing. God said, I'm going to bless you with the seed. And he shall, he shall possess the earth. Okay, I believe it. 25 years later. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. It's important if in this life, eh, you don't learn how to be obedient and submit. I'm telling you. That's why sometimes some of you girls, you, you enter relationships that you shouldn't enter. You are in a hurry to have some things that you don't need. And you get fools who buy it for you and eat you on top. Uh, in fact, I think we should go home. As it is, John chapter 21. Verse 18 and 19. This is our last scripture for tonight. Food for thought. John 21, 18 and 19. Very verily I say unto you, when thou was young, thou gettest thyself and walkest with that thou wouldest. Listen, when you were young, you get up and you go anywhere you want. But when thou shalt be old, Thou shalt stretch forth thy hands and another shall get thee. You will see that at a point eh, you have nowhere to go. And if you have to go somewhere, somebody has to help you. And carry thee with that thou wouldest not. So sometimes the, 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 the discipline of, 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 of staying at one place you only learn it when you grow. Don't wait for problems to come into your life before you learn obedience. Verse 19. This spake he signified by what death he should glorify God. And when he has spoken this, he saith unto, saith unto him, follow me. This is Jesus. He has never, you see, God doesn't answer to anybody. But he had to learn obedience by this way. Yeah. Your heart and your ministry and what you are doing for God can only flourish when you learn obedience and submission. 
Because Jesus Christ could have, that's why I said, I can call angels and all these soldiers who have come after me, they will, they will die. But he submitted. When they came, he said, the hour has come. Charlie, let me go. I'm ready. It's humility. Sometimes, eh, uh, problems in our lives change us. But the wisdom of God is that you, you shouldn't even encounter some problems. When you take God's word up and you take service, me, I look back at my life and I realize that just being in church as if I had no friend, I had nothing to do, has saved me from many things that my friends couldn't save themselves from. Listening to a pastor who would tell you, wait for me after church. Let's go to the headquarters. Let's go for a meeting. Sometimes one day we're going to see Bishop. After Tuesday service, my pastor said, let's go and greet him. We closed the service around 9.30. By the time we were seeing him, it was 2 a.m. We saw him for 10 minutes. 2 a.m. Yeah. 2 a.m. or not 2 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you have closed at 12 o'clock. You can't even wait till 1 o'clock to see me. Then you will go home and call me. Pastor, I want 2,000. May God help us. Learn to be obedient and submissive. It will make you a better Christian. It will help you. See, many things that God has to do for us, if we don't learn to obey and submit, we will never see them as a church. Who is more in a hurry? God is more in a hurry to save souls and to, and to do what he has to do for us, even more than you. That's why you must learn to wait for him. Learn to be humble. A church that cannot wait. You see Christians who can't even stay in church for two hours. I'm telling you. So many churches, you, they can do Sunday service, 8 o'clock to 10. They have finished. And by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, the church is as if nobody even came. Everybody has gone. They are in a hurry. There's no fellowship there is nothing. So, we, you see, we don't grow like that. Nothing grows in a hurry. When you plant a seed, you can't move it from here. You go and move it. Oh, this soil is hard. This soil. Sometimes you find richer soil, but the way you have moved that thing, it has even died in that rich soil. Leave it in that hard ground. It will be strong there. God has never made any mistake by saving you and placing you where you are. You are the reason why you are encountering the things that you are encountering. You are not patient with him. May God help us. May our hearts never be hardened. May we see growth in our lives, in our ministry, our service to God, in our understanding, in our relationship, in our commitment. In our labors, may we see growth, may we see change in our attitude, in our response to the things of God. For He has determined to give us a blessing that a man's labor cannot give. He has determined to favor us with things that a man can't give. That is why you and I have, have a better place in Him than any other authority under the earth.
help us. May he help us to grow individually and to grow as a family, to grow as a church, to be bonded together, to be steadfast, not to despise things and opportunities that he gives to us, but to honor and to cherish the moments. Lift up your hand and thank him. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. Honor. Help us. Help us, Lord. We want to be faithful children. Faithful with little. So that we can be faithful with much. If I'm faithful with one person, I can be faithful with ten. If I'm faithful with unrighteous mammon, I can be faithful with true riches. If I am faithful in giving little, I can be faithful in being entrusted with much. Yes. Lord, help us. Cause us. We we know by your word that your determination to bless us is beyond even our imagination and our understanding. Therefore, give us the humility and the patience and and the heart to obey so that we will come into our blessing in due season. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Every eye closed. Everyone standing. Just a brief moment. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, I I think that I want to give my life to Christ. I realize that I'm very far from the Lord. I don't have any relationship with him. And I need to establish my relationship with the Lord well. And to walk with him well. And to give myself fully to him. Tonight, you want to say, Pastor, help me pray. To give my life to the Lord. Lift up your right hand. Maybe someone invited you. you You have been coming. You know that you are far from the Lord. Take that decision and walk to him in faith and experience his hand over your life. You want to say, Pastor, help me. Lift up your right hand. Let us pray. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. Yes. If you are lifting it up, lift it up. Don't put it down. Don't be shy. God bless you. If you have lifted up, please walk. Come and stand in front of me. Come and stand in front of me. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You are special, I tell you. Lift up your two hands. And pray with me. And everybody should join. If you know you, your heart is beating and you are supposed to stand here, please come and stand here. Don't hide where you are. Repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe in my heart that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come and love me and die for me and shed his blood to wash my sins. I confess Jesus as my Lord and my savior and I receive forgiveness of all my sins through the blood that he shed for me from today I am born again from today I belong to you from today my sins are washed away I'm a brand new child thank you father for saving me please write my name in the book of life and help me to be faithful until the end. Heavenly Father, I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen.